Children of the Beast, episode number 19, coming to you live, Layers of the Beast. Hello, I am the host, Andrew, joined as always by my brother, Carlos. Carlos, you're drinking some water. Hello, how are you? Hello, hello. Good day. Good day, day, sir. Let's get into it. How was your week, sir? Um, Fucking just saturated. (laughs) I mean- Busy. I was up. Uh, uh, I had to drive a lot. I must have driven like 800 miles last week. Not fun. So, yeah, yeah. Not fun. And, it's, and especially drive to go do a bunch of work and then have to drive back an hour and a half or so. I don't know how people do it. I know people do it, first yeah. of all. All right. Now, I question the choice of doing it, motherfuckers. So that's fine. I know people do it. I know why you choose to do it. Well, because I don't know how I would ever choose to do it every day. You know how you would do it? They're doing it every day. You would do it by listening to your favorite podcast, such as Children of the Beast. No, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I cannot make sure three hours out of your commute to, because for instance, for me, I go to the office and then from there I go. So really, I'm only doing about five or six hours of work at the site because there's three hours of traveling, eight hour a day. Right. And I have to eat. So that is good and bad. Good in the sense that I'm never working 10 hours out of town and the three hours of driving are on me, which many people, their commute is you get your ass to work, then the eight hours start. Right. Then you get your ass home, which means that you're pissing away three hours in traffic or in the highway. Now, the highway is not as bad in traffic. It's got to be soul sucking. You know what I mean? Like knowing that it's only 30 miles or whatever, but that you have to get a car, you have to be there in a car. At a certain time, you know, like, right. I, I don't know. I don't know how I would do it. I think, I think the best thing that I can think of is because of my lifestyle, I would find a fucking gym that's right next to where I work. And then I'd leave my house an hour and a half or whatever earlier possible sure. to avoid traffic, get to the gym and just get ready there. Right. And at least get something out of that time because fuck, dude. Yeah, just you really. The car must be a beast, you know. But, uh, and my son had an appointment on Tuesday. Right. That's always nerve wracking. So everything went great, which is, which is good. He's, he's doing great. He, he, he responded great to the treatment. He was a trooper, didn't even cry about anything. So, but it's always a lot of, uh, energy leading up sure. to it. Sure. So, uh, so it's just a, a, a busy week. The only thing that has been good is that I'm doing the no drinking thing before I turn 40. Yeah. And I've gotten really, really good rest recently. Nice. The That's awesome. And everything. Yeah. We changed it. So. You know, as you know, my routine starts like super early in the morning, right? Yeah. And so we realized that the, so I, I start my morning with a smoothie before I run, right? Like I wake up, I change, I leave my clothes out for the night for the next morning, mm. which is for a run and for uh, my workout in here. Sure. And so I wake up and I do my smoothie and I usually get up. My aim is to get up around two o'clock in the morning, right? But the goal is to be running no later than three. Gotcha. Because that way I'm done running at four. Right. Right. Yeah. And I should be done lifting and stretch, excuse me, stretching by five or five fifteen, which gets me in and out of the sauna by five forty, five forty-five, and into the shower and to work early. Right. So that's essentially everything that I need to do to be able to get my shit right. done. Yeah, yeah. And so I was doing my smoothie in the ki- in the kitchen, and even though the 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 blender only runs for like sixty seconds, it's, it's so loud. It's so loud. It's so so, loud. so in the last three weeks or something, I was like, "Well, fuck, this is just not sustainable." Because then after that, James doesn't go back to sleep, and they're getting up too early, and then they're running out of gas around jujitsu or, yeah. or tennis, which is two or three in the afternoon, and I'm like, "Fuck out" or some. Um, so I started setting up. I'm leaving everything in the outside. Um, the we have a freezer in the garage. Sure. 
And, and that's where I'm starting my morning. I'm just changing in the house and I come right outside. Right. I leave the blender out here and I did my smoothie in there and they can't even fucking hear shit. That's awesome. So that's it's tremendous yeah. because now they're sleeping like there's days that Jamie's woken up like at six in the morning and I'm already mm-hmm. like in the shower or out of the shower. She's like, what the fuck? I'm like, well, good. Cause I, I mean, right. just because I'm insane, doesn't mean that everybody's got to pay the price. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, anyway, I've, I've lived in your household before. I've been together. woken up by that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not like I'm this going. is a new thing. This has been exactly. your lifestyle for years for now. For a long, long yeah. time, yeah. So, but anyway, they, they're all sleeping better. And well, that's good. And sleeping a lot better too. So, that's you know, good. just uh, riding it out for the last two weeks of the year. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, now I feel better. I slept good on Friday. I slept good. I fell asleep back at five o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. Good for you. For the well, night? Once I saw the cancellations, yeah, for the UFC. Yeah. It, well, that and uh, I beat Ricky at tennis, 6-0, 6-1. Ah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I got him good. I got him good. But, so, when I was leaving the house, I took James by the shoulders and I was like, listen to me, boy. <laughs> you, your uncle's getting a little better because he goes and watches your shit. <laughs> he takes he watches the lessons. Yes, yeah, picking up some shit. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing, Ricky. And so, and so, and so James goes, Dad, just remember, V and back and side pocket. Just side pocket that for the backhand, right? So you get both hands, put them in the side pocket, and then you do the thing. And I don't know why, because I don't know the mechanics of tennis, but it works. <laughs> it's all doing a lot of two-handed backhand pass, and I guess that's real good. I guess that's real good. Nice. nice. But I was properly sore. <laughs> I was sore. I was good sore. Good for and you. I was tired. Yeah. And this marks, so the last time I took a day off from working out was on the 25th. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the day after Thanksgiving. No. Yeah, from the 25th till now, I haven't it's been out, what, 11 days? Yes. Because it's all about going from the 25th to the 25th right. to make it the month before my yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to be smart about the sleep, but I'm not taking yeah. any time off. Right. So. Well, and then, yeah. there is something beautiful about falling asleep so early in the afternoon, evening, and then waking up the next day and just feeling like, like well, a, like I, a. When I saw the cancellation, one of the things that, I mean, I don't wait, I hope all my friends and the, fighters that I've known and that I'm acquainted to and some that are my friends, I hope that they make it right. But I also like when they make it and they haven't made it, made it. Cause then they're in the undercard, which is earlier. And in a card like last night, I didn't give one fuck about any other fight. I'll be honest. Don't care. Didn't care at all. Right. All I cared about was Justin James's fight, right. which was and around eight 30. Yeah. Yeah. And they moved it up. Once yeah. I saw he was at like the middle of the main event, I was like, oh shit, man, I don't think I'm going to make it. So I had already fallen asleep on the couch. <laughs> okay. So, and I ate like shit, dude. I mean, I had fucking, I had so much food because I came back from tennis and I got in the sauna and then I got out and <laughs> I was like, well, now I'm famished. <laughs> so I proceeded to make two toasts with fucking one had salmon. The other one had octopus, mm. put a poached egg on that shit, arugula, shiitake mushrooms, roasted tomatoes. Did I make homemade potato chips? Yes. Did I mix them with chorizo and some braised jalapeno <laughs> slices that were perfectly seeded and julienne? Yes, I fucking did. It's tremendous. A little bit of red wine sauce on the octopi. Oh my God. I've frosted <laughs> almost. God. I almost, almost. frosted. Right Right my crumb. And then somebody's like, oh, we got Krispy Kreme. And I'm like, I haven't had a Krispy Kreme donut in about 15 years. You oh yeah. So I'm feeling stay. sugary. <laughs> Let's get down with some sugar. And then and you so had I, the- ate, I ate the first one, which oh, was no. a And comes. then Jamie's like, oh, you have know. you heard about this new donuts? They have buttercream in them. I'm like, that 
<laughs> Are you talking about frosting <laughs> of the oh my buttercream bread? <laughs> and so, of course, I devoured one of them. Of bitches. And there's a lot of buttercream frosting in that butterfly. Let me tell you that. I mean, they, they, they pipe it in there. You know what I mean? So, I mean, even to the last bite, I still had like a huge glob of frosting that was that I was like balancing. Of course, did I lose one drop? No, I didn't. Of course I'm a not. fucking professional. Of course not. And I put my mouth and I ate that. Then I proceeded to have a bar of chocolate because why not, man? Why the hell yeah. not? Did I drink two 500 milliliter Coca-Colas? Yes, one liter of Coca-Cola. I drank that too. So yeah, I fucking went nuts, bro. Oh, what was dinner? Pizza rock. <laughs> so by the time six, what time was dinner at? What time dinner, did you have dinner? Dinner took place like at three p.m. Okay, so by the time four thirty rolled around, you were out. You were oh, in dude, a food coma. I, I oh, I had a uh, brownie bites. Oh, those. Oh. Uh, not forget the brownie bites. And so the company that we buy, my, we like to cook, and and we buy some unconventional shit. But anyway, the hamburger buns that we like are brioche bread. Brioche bread is a fancy French bread that's made with a ton of butter. It's delicious. I highly recommend <laughs> it. But it's high in calories like a motherfucker. And you got your sugars. And you got your fat. You got all the things you should have when you're trying to not give a fuck. Right. You know? Well, they make these crepes. Oh, no. And they filled with chocolate. <laughs> Did I eat three of them? Oh, yes. God. 140 calories each, motherfucker. I may or may not have had some ice cream. That may have been the night before. I don't know about that. <laughs> it's all blur. It's all one food blur. Oh my goodness. So much sugar, bro. So this morning, I still haven't eaten. It's fucking one o'clock. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's one o'clock. <laughs> I worked out and shit. Good I'm like, you. God, I got to work this shit out. <laughs> Just sweating out beads of sugar. <laughs> no, but you know what? You know what is that? I think that, so this is, this last six months is the first six months in my life that I haven't gotten on the scale. Right. Mm. I finally started listening to what Gil's been saying his whole life or my, like yeah. the whole time I've been working out with him. And it's like, I'm just looking at the way shit fits me, how I feel, yeah. you know, and the way that I look and yeah. I look different. The shit that I'm doing is working. And if I'm spending all these calories, I can't just fucking be hungry all the time. Right. So yeah, I'm not yeah, efficient, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's Yesterday not like I, you're trying to weigh in for anything as of right now. At this point. Right, right. No, and to, when I do, I'm just going to have to be reasonable. Yeah. What, what the, I mean, if I choose to fight, the, I choose to fight, then, then I'll figure out the weight that I choose. That's what it is. It is right. what it is. If the guy's 6'1", the guy's 6'1". Like, uh, that can't be a parameter anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, yesterday after I had that ridiculous breakfast, which was tremendous, I fucking went out and we, we did, like, we did, like, three or four miles of bike riding and skateboarding around the neighborhood. And, you know, I fucking like, so it's not like I come home and I'm just like out, you know, like I'm still fucking moving and yeah. doing shit. So the more I eat, the better I'm feeling and I'm sleeping better. So yesterday yeah. I was like, you know what? This is my conscious day where I'm going to say, fuck it, have some donuts, have some crepes, have all the frostings. <laughs> and I got, I got, I got, my, I got my pizza fix and I went old school too. Cause you know, sometimes I complicate shit, you know, the crystal brain, it wants to complicate all the food. Nope. Yesterday, it was traditional crust, cheese, <laughs> pepperoni. That's it. One pepperoni pie, uh, one cheese pie. Like a fucking child I ate. That is like a child. I love a child. Very good. This is a great question, I feel like. What is the ultimate pizza toppings in your head? If you're not going for like traditional, what, what, what do you feel like is the most delicious pie? Okay. And listeners, tweet at us. Question. Tweet this at us what you question. think is your favorite or what right. your favorite pizza pie is. Let's get some interaction with our fans. There's Reach three. out to us. 
The answer is three. Now, There's three. Three toppings I, or three I different like, types? No, three different types. Okay. It's a dead tie for okay. three types, right? Now, the regional, and they're very different. You can have all three at the same time without interference. Okay. And here it goes. So, if I'm going to go regular pizza, yeah. and by regular pizza, I mean I call your pizza joint, and you don't ask me what kind of crust I want. Right. There's yeah. one crust. And don't give me squares, motherfucker, and give me an edge. I want a fucking crust on my pizza. It must yeah. be a triangular cut, yeah, and it must have a fucking crust that of at least an inch. Don't give me that fucking flat bread. So like, shit. I feel like we could call this like right the Sunday watching football pizza. Yes, man, yeah. regular American yeah. pizza is yeah, what yeah, I call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Before they started well, trying to again bells and whistles of stuffing the crust, and you know, no, well, don't hate on stuffed crust. Don't niet. hate on stuffed crust. No, that niet, niet, niet. Second, deep dish. Sausage Chicago pizza. I'm talking about Portellos. I'm talking about a pie. That <laughs> That's is like a pie, thick. an actual pie. It's a pie. It's a yeah. fucking pie. It's thick. The walls of it are square and thick. Like the walls of the Jericho. bread almost has a slight sourdough tendency. Yeah. The, the, the crust, but it's nice and crusty at the bottom mm -hmm. and it's made backwards. You have cheese first, then you have sauce. And on top, you have a pie of sausage, not pieces of sausage right. like ground beef. Right. I'm talking about a round burger-like shape of the entire uh, diameter of the pizza on top of it. That's your deep dish Chicago. I love that shit. And the last one would be Detroit deep dish. That one is allowed to be squared because that's Ooh. tradition. Ooh, this okay. comes in a nice square pie, right? Yeah. It's about yay big. Yeah. It's also a thick crust, but the crust has Parmesan cheese. On the sides so and gets, the bottom. Yeah. It's nice delicious. Crust, it's delicious. Right? And it's a little bit more cooked than all the other ones. Yeah. Right? It's you want nice the crust to be brown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have a thick, thick red sauce mm. with slightly thicker pepperoni yeah. and your nice cheese. That's that's my answer all right there. Let me hear you. That's, this, You've you've inspired me. Now, unless I'm in three. Italy, unless I'm in well, Italy, this is America. but then we're talking about a completely different yeah, pizza, yeah. which I love too. You know yeah, those thin but. pizzas that are I dip them in the oils and I eat some and I drink vino. Drink the vino, okay. Yeah, drink the vino. Okay. So I feel like right for the I'm gonna call the traditional American football style pizza. Give me pepperoni. Give me that fresh garlic before it's pizzas in the oven, and then give me the pepperoncinis. The three of them. I see. I see. Delicious. I see. Second one, also Detroit, Detroit, Detroit style pizza, delicious. Yes, good it's pepperoni, good. some sort of jalapeno peppers, some honey on top. Good oh, see, but see, good day. It, you, when you start hitting me with a jalapeno, now we're going to a controversial top. Well, I like jalapenos on my pizza, especially yeah, with a little bit of the honey. But is, this a, but is this a jalapeno that was a fresh jalapeno, or is it a jalapeno that comes from a can? Because they'll hit you with both. Same with the shrooms. Sometimes you order a pizza with shrooms in it, and they hit you with that canned shrooms well, bullshit. Obviously, if we're going for the icy. Icy. most opportune, right, the best pizza you could get, you obviously would want to have some sort of fresh jalapeno there. See, because I'm into fresh jalapeno, but as soon as you heat up a canned good you're fucking it up. Like a shroom, yeah. maybe if it's canned and you open it, I might eat it. But it's canned and you heat it up and it's all gooey and soft. Yeah. Nah, fuck. Yeah. You get that shit out of my face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's rough. It's rough. I'm not a big fan. Like, I like mushrooms on pizza, but I'm not crazy about it. Man, I eat mushrooms every day. Mushrooms are like a staple for me. I mushrooms put mushrooms in my smoothie. I ate shroom tech today. 
Man. Before I worked out, <laughs> I eat the cordyceps mushroom in my smoothie every day. And oftentimes, basically, like in my house, at any given time, if you come in on a Tuesday, right? Sure. Where the, the refrigerator stock yeah. for the week and everything, you're gonna find you're gonna find your shiitake mushrooms. So many chef. mushrooms. You're gonna have some oysters, you're gonna have some maitake. You're gonna have some uh sometimes you'll find a gnocchi. Which are the tiny, the tiny, thin little ones yeah. that look yeah. like noodles, right? Yeah, very tasty. Kill them bitches off. Ooh. Oh no, I love me mushrooms, man. I love me mushrooms. Every once in a while, the king oyster. Oh, that was good too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love them. Love them. Mushrooms gotta have, them, man. It's brain food. It is. It's true. Mushrooms are delicious and they're good for you. But I'm not crazy about them on pizza. I still stand by my statement. Uh, well, see, the, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you, but because it's not done right. That's fair. That's fair. So every, like, for instance, if I make mushroom omelet, right? Yeah. I don't just throw the fucking raw mushrooms in there with an egg. I saute the mushrooms yeah. in clarified butter, salt, and pepper first. I remove them from the pan. And then I incorporate them onto the omelet. If I was going to make a pizza with mushrooms in it, same concept would apply. Because the, 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 the mushroom is not going to acquire the desired texture and flavor from the time cooking that I need for the pizza bread and for the cheese to melt. Those are two separate things. And my priority when the pizza goes into the oven is yeah. for the crust right. to cook yeah, yeah. and for the cheese to melt properly, yeah. not for the fucking mushroom to be nice and saute. So that's why I think if you're going to put it on there, you kind of have to do a little, little some, some first, but I do, I, I, I remiss to exclude mushrooms anytime they're available for a thing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, so it is. I've had some recent comments on previous episodes. I would like to inform you that in the sport of cricket, you are able to score four points. <laughs> this is looping okay. back into our conversation. I'm going to address whoever left that comment. And I'm going to say, it took you a long fucking time for a reason. And secondly, well, this that is be my America. Fault. <laughs> Cricket is one export that never caught on except for where you're still a colonial oppressor like India or the Middle East or some shit. And over there, only rich people play the motherfucker. Point remaining, four points. But that same commenter did tell on because let me let me bring you back on the side because the same commenter also told me that he decided to watch Tin Cup because of us, which... Ah, God damn it. You made it. You made it. That commentator is a fine young person, I'm sure. And I salute you. Anybody that watches a tin cup, to the cup. It's on HBO Max, everybody. That is what I was told. So if you're interested in a great film, tin cup, HBO Max. Get after I, it. I, I am in a, I'm in the middle of a, uh, a self-imposed one-man HBO embargo. Do to? Their fucking their deal where they dropped out of a bunch of platforms. Oh, oh like so that you would have to go to your own doors cable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, not only that, but they don't have a way for me to pay them to watch them on Roku unless I add it on Hulu or unless I add it on something else. Mm. But I can't like it's kind of like the thing with the U with the UFC. And and I still fucking hold this through. I prefer the UFC when I just dealt with five pass. Sure. Why do we have to have a fucking middleman? Sell the U sell the ESPN the product anyway. You know what I mean? And I get it. Be exclusive. But that should exclude the UFC Fight Pass, which is your product. I should be able to buy a pay-per-view from the UFC directly like I had been for, for this entire time. And then the rest of people that don't have UFC Fight Pass should only have it 
on fucking ESPN. But when you remove the direct interaction to me, it's kind of like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. That fuck you. I mean, it's and, just a middleman for the middleman to get money. And this middleman is Disney, right? Yeah. But it, the thing about it is that in my opinion, like for instance, when the iPhone, I'm old as shit. When the iPhone first came out, the first couple of years, they were exclusive with AT&T. Yeah. Well, fuck your iPhone. You, you're going to hold me hostage. So your device, I know for a fact, I won't be able to utilize to its full potential in my region. Fuck you. AT&T is being a piece of shit in this town for always, for always, you know? So when you do, when they do shit like that to me, it's kind of like, why are you trying to elevate someone else instead of you just being you? You're elevated here. You don't have to bring anybody else up with you because you're not bringing them up. You're dragging them up. And if you have to drag them up, you, you know why that is? Because people don't want well, them up there. I mean, right. <laughs> right. I mean, like the argument is that like, right, ESPN still brings some more legitimacy to the sport that UFC. Yeah, but you wouldn't be forfeiting that if you still made it available on Fight Pass because that, that's, that's such a yeah, minor but what if ESPN doesn't want to do that though? Because yeah, they're punk bitches. Uh-huh. They're punk bitches. Or they want to make money for themselves. Don't care. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they're being smart in the sense that they 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 capitalized on the most devoted yeah, sports absolutely. fan base in the history right. of sports. ESPN Plus would not be as big, have as big as a subscription share as it does right now if it wasn't for the UFC. Unquestionably, 100%. unquestionably. 100%. And I'll give it a tip of the hat to the UFC too. Because you fuckers, you got me. I canceled Fight Pass for like six months till one of my friends fought on a regional show. Right. You know what? All of a sudden, it's worth keeping Fight yeah. Pass. Because sometimes when my friends fight, yeah. that's the only way to fucking watch it. And I appreciate that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so so I kind of think like it's, you know. It, <laughs> but with HBO, as much as I love Larry David and some of their shows and everything. Right. It's been the same stuff for 15 years now. I mean, no, no, I'm going to go back. Listen, I was a loyal HBO subscriber my entire life. Now I'm going to be like the rest of the bandwagon motherfuckers that just pay while the season's ongoing and then they cancel. What now? Now I'm on that plant. Now I'm on the dirtbag plant. Well, no, right? And like the dirtbag, that's not truly the dirtbag plan. I feel like the dirtbag plan is just not pay and still watch everything, which is so easy to do these days. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't. Here's the thing the whole thing you do with a computer on your lap while you're watching shit and having it hooked up to your, to your TV and everything, that shit don't work for me. That's uncomfortable. It's a pain in the ass. And I really live that way. I've, I've moved past that. <laughs> it's not. It really isn't. It, it really isn't. It, I mean, what I what I may do is buy one of this little, uh, I have a mini computer here. You right. know, they're like uh, the size of a fucking two phones put together. And they're 120 bucks on Amazon. And basically, I just use it as a browser with remote keyboard. So right. I may do that for this kind of thing up front in my, in my, uh, in the living room. You know, and I may do that on all the TVs because it is very convenient to have a fucking browser wherever I have a screen. <laughs> Just listen to us, right? Wow, <laughs> Carlos, it's like what you're saying. That's why I'm in the gym. That's why I'm in the gym because when when we set this up was right. because of the quarantine, yeah, yeah. and some of my coaches were doing Zoom classes right. and shit. So that's why this is set up the yeah. way that I have it set up, like yeah. for like for good, you know? Because it's like, and then whenever I'm in here, if I there's times like, well, I can play iTunes. Because we have, uh, have you can do anything. The speakers. You can do yeah. anything that the computer. It's does. very convenient. It's very computer. So very convenient. Well, again, so do that and just stream illegally. Wait, don't do that. That's illegal. Don't do that, ladies and gentlemen. Don't find your shows illegally. That's against the law, and we would never advocate for something that's against the law. 
I advocate, I advocate to say to boycott people that want to hold you hostage with some bullshit that's unnecessary. Well, Carlos, you wouldn't download a car, would you? A what? A car, do you know? I feel like that was a thing back when, I feel like you should remember this because I barely remember this, but like, right when piracy of like on online started becoming a thing, the, like the warning commercial on VHSs before it was like, you wouldn't pirate a car, would you? As like try to make the equivalency of stealing a DVD versus stealing a car, which is laughable, oh, that's which funny. is just laughable. But that was like one of the very first like campaigns of like anti-piracy on the internet was like, you wouldn't download a car. Yeah. And it's, it's hilarious because no, I wouldn't, but that car belongs to somebody. In the case of like a movie, for instance, right? The movie, the person that the star, the stars and the people that worked in that movie already got paid. Yep. Right. And in most cases, for what I hear, underpaid. So now really, so, so who is the victim here? Some shit studio full of fucking some uh, vice president sexual molesters and fucking <laughs> you know what I mean like, you should pirate I'm every Weinstein kind of, film kind of fucking <laughs> me too factory uh, has allegedly some nobility yeah. some, has some nobility uh. now all of a sudden fuck you now on the other hand I can tell you that there are records from bands that I love that I bought over 20 times sure so did I feel bad when fucking iTunes just pay, charges me fifteen ninety nine a month for anything I want? No, motherfucker, because I bought Appetite for Destruction ten fucking times. It's not like I would come back with my worn out tape or CD to the record store and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna need another one of these that I already paid for because this one's worn out." No, Jackson, you have to buy another one, right? So I contributed. I contributed now. Well, and like, right? If you are. Right. In theory, if you're not locked behind these record companies, right, it is so easy to go on Bandcamp and release music to, and actually sell music. If you're able to have some sort of following and you're not stuck within whatever record deal that you may be. So in that regard, it's easier than ever to get access to people to get them to listen to your music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I think it's a combination. I mean, at this point, they're never going to make money of the media anymore. I think no. that there's a the, the record the vinyl record market as strong as it has gotten is still going to be niche because you can't put it in your fucking car you can't go on a run with it yeah. you know what I mean like you, you're not going to take it if you anywhere the convenience that, factor anywhere that's not home yeah. you're not going to use anything but your phone yeah so so unless you want people to only listen to your music and only enjoy your like they can't be at the beach and right. listen to your music then you know what I mean <laughs> like, well so. and like right it's so funny because. Right. Something like this, which is so funny that I have right here, but an old iPod, completely outdated, completely outdated. Like this, is, this is a wild piece of technology. This can hold almost 256 gigabytes of music. That's a shitload of music, completely outdated at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And this, I mean, this still is like insane technology. It's wild. It's wild. It's, it's cool. Yeah. My last iPod got uh, stolen from one of my cars, uh, like maybe six or seven years ago wow. that had Everything, but see that one, it bothered me because at the time it had the only copy of a, a demo that I recorded sure. and it had some CDs that were like, like bootlegs and stuff yeah. like that. Because when the iPad came out, when that, when the whole iTunes thing came out, I uploaded all my CDs and all right. my shit. And then I threw all the CDs which, out, which I wish I hadn't done. But right, yeah, yeah. nowadays when I, 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 every once in a while I'll buy a, a CD because yeah. somebody to contribute to the band or whatever, the sound quality in the car is fucking night and day difference between a CD and the fucking phone. 
Oh yeah, even, I mean, yeah. Even with that iPad, like iPod, like yours, when I had that truck, sure. the reason I kept it in the truck is because I had a hardwire to it, right? And it yeah. was the sound quality was so well, right. Much and better. it's just right. And if you think about it, that makes sense, right? You're off of an iPod, you're listening to the highest version that's downloaded directly onto the device that's playing. Where if you're exactly. streaming it, even if I mean, right, even if you you're downloading it onto your phone, you're not necessarily downloading the highest quality version no. of the song. No. And it's, especially if you're streaming it, especially if you're streaming it, which a lot of people are, right? You're just streaming music through Spotify, through Apple Music, whatever. And so that makes a lot of sense I, to me. I also think that has contributed to the rise of that, that what I consider to be uh, less talented made music. Because now it doesn't matter what it sounds like. Nobody's judging the sound of a sound in a fucking wheezy song. Where back in the day, somebody was listening to a trumpet. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. The quality of like whatever sound an instrument makes or, or a violin or whatever the fuck it is. Like people are now just listening to the, the, the group of right. sounds together yeah, yeah. with a lot less scrutiny yeah. for, for, sure. for uh, how, the quality how precise the note yeah. is being played. Yeah. And, one and those who are into that are those audiophiles yeah. that do have their tube amplifiers right. and their record players. Well, and, and like fucking- the studio headphones can be ridiculous. Like to get like a nice pair of like super, like actual, like over the ear headphones that are like quality that an audiophile would want. Like those insane amount of money. I mean, yeah. not insane. Cause like, right. It's your hobby. It's what you're into. It makes sense. But a lot of money to your average person that maybe doesn't care as much. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's true. It's true, man. But I don't know. I think, I think because of that, they don't like, they have to just kind of be, they have to reconcile with the fact that a, you're going to have to tour whenever that's available again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And give me some good merch. Cause people still love repping the shit that they, you know what I mean? Like I, I think merch is one of those things that continues to stand the test of time. If you're right. into a, yeah, absolutely. If you're into a band, into a brand or whatever, like it's, it, it does become a part of your identity. To, to and kind of like your your call sign definitely find other like minded people you know for sure so, unquestionably yeah so I think I don't think they're gonna do away with any of that anytime soon but I do miss that it was cool when there was record stores for me first of all CDs were not cheap you weren't just go like you weren't just having anything you wanted right. Yeah go and look around and i basically if i was driving around and i saw a record store that i'd never seen before i just stopped hmm. it was by default any girl that dated me at that time right. was, i mean we, we part a big part of your life was going to be spent behind me looking for shit to buy at the record store <laughs> like that that was just i mean that was just you know but nowadays back then i didn't know as about as many up-and-coming bands as i know now sure you know, where now I like, yeah. I'll hear something. There's so well, much more. And it's also so much more accessible to find more music. Like, right. Like it just truly is like, right. If you're listening on iTunes, if you're listening to Spotify, they have a feature that says, Oh, you like this guy. Maybe you'll like this band too. They're in a similar genre. They have, they're from the same town, whatever. And like, I, that's cool. The algorithm in that regard is cool. It helps. See, see I haven't had any luck with the, the, the platforms algorithms. Okay. I have all that shit disabled because I, I'm passionate about music and sometimes the suggestions are so fucking preposterous that I cannot fucking digest it. I'm not going to dislike it. And no. So, but uh, to me, it happens a lot on Twitter and on Instagram. Those algorithms gotcha. based on the bands that I do follow and I do yeah, like or whatever. 
that, that for sure makes those sense. Those suggestions, I, like I found a band that was like, uh, they started following me for whatever, must some hashtag I must have put up at some point or right. something. And, uh, or they see that you're following another band and just based or, on that you they, like that band, they, they decide that, to follow you so that you were aware of it. Yeah. And, and, and I was like, we were in the car. I was with Jamie. I forget. We were running errands or right. something. And I put it on. She's like, who's this? And then my, but it's funny because I'll hear, like, I feel Michael's, Jamie was driving. Yeah. I feel Michael tapping his feet on my seat. <laughs> okay. James goes like this with his headphones because he was on his iPad, yeah. but he heard something in dream. Right? <laughs> and Jamie at the same time asked me who it is. And I'm like, yeah, this shit sounds good. So, who was it? Give him a shout the, out. The, the Lonely Ones. The Lonely Ones here. Yeah, it's, it's a right new now. band. They have a, they have a, uh, uh, I think, I think there's only one record. Yeah, the Lonely Ones Band. Uh, and they are on Spotify, but they're they a are. brand new rock and roll Yeah, band. they have a couple singles on Spotify. Yeah, it's doesn't look like good. they have a full album yet. And um, I don't know if you heard uh, The Struts. I have heard of The Struts. I'm not sure not if I've The ever Strokes. Really... No, but The Struts, yes. Yeah, The Struts are fucking good, man. They did an album uh, during the quarantine, and they have one song with uh, Phil Collin and Joe Elliott from Def Leppard. Uh, it's called uh, I Hate How Much I Love You or How Much I Want You. These kids are fucking yeah, some yeah, straight up glam rock and roll shit, man. They're That's fucking dope. tight. Yeah. But if there's a bunch of bands like that that I'm just like, right. 15 years ago, with all without all this access, I was like, oh my God, my music's dying. Right. I know new people are yeah. doing it. And then all of a sudden you hear like Greta Van Fleet and Rival Sons that have been out for like 10 years already and Goodbye June. And I mean, there's a lot of like new fucking Right. bands you know like also all that shit we're talking about with the guitar hero effect i think that it's a lot easier for people to to find that sure. shit sure. and or- when you find something obscure you no longer have to feel like you're alone yeah when I totally was growing up totally. i was i was like on an island that, yeah yeah people a lot of my because i grew up doing the new metal and rap bullshit right so i moved here in 94 so everybody's like oh my god biggie and all this shit and i didn't get it then, and I don't get it now. Sure. So it was never going to fucking happen for me. And then the people that did listen to guitar music were into fucking garbage. Like, the only thing of somewhat quality, which I'm still not into, was Tool. Sure. Right? Tool's not for me. I don't want to hear your dramatics, man. I like the guy, the singer. I think he's cool. I've heard <laughs> yeah. him in interviews. I'll, I'll listen to him in an interview for three hours. But don't play me one fucking 16-minute song of his. <laughs> I, I, I give that goddamn respect to one band, two bands only. Pink Floyd and Deep Purple. You can give me a 10-minute jam. Anybody else, fuck you. You're not that interesting. You're not that goddamn interesting. But I digress. So, Limp Bizkit, Korn. Oh, these are all great quality bands. What do you mean, <laughs> Come on, feel the noise. Wait, is that Limp Bizkit? Yeah, it is, right? Oh my God. No, that's re- quite right. No, that's Just kidding. Quite right, that's man. quite right. My bad. Before. My bad. How dare How dare you? I? Kevin... The bro, rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> At the mouth, alligator. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the musician Billy Strings? No. So Billy Strings is one of these Grateful Dead bluegrass guys. And the kid okay. can fucking shred on the guitar, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And again, like, right, it's a, right for those of you that aren't aware, Grateful Dead or this jam band experience that loves to go on for a long time. So it's just psychedelic, right? And it's great. Uh, not for everybody, for sure. Not for everybody, for sure. 
But then you get a mixture with the bluegrass, which I personally believe modern day bluegrass is almost akin to the counter rebellion of punk and kind of glam rock that happened in the nineties and eighties. Right. But with country, this is bluegrass kind of the counter rebellion of like bro country of talking about your trucks and your jeans and your 4th of July's and your Bud Light and your cool summer days and whatnot. And it's fucking good. I really enjoy it. So Billy Strings, check him out. Shout cool, out. Cool. Shout out. Shout he out. looks weird as fuck. He looks like a fucking rock star, which is cool. Like he has the look, like long hair, tattoos, kicking just shred too. It's crazy. But, but he plays guitar though. Guitar. guitar, guitar. Yeah. Acoustic guitar, right? Acoustic guitar, bluegrass. So he has a mando, a mandolin with him, a fiddle, a stand up bass. It's, it's good. It's fun. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> it's fun. Well, that's, that's the thing about it is that like, as you go back for me with, with all music, as I go back into like the shit that makes it, instrumentation is huge. Rock and roll to me reaches the best fucking sure. areas of like mood and swing and groove when it's produced enough, but not overproduced. Totally. You know, when they can add horns properly, when they can add the fucking harmonica properly, when they can add weird instruments, you know, mandolin, Zeppelin did. I don't know if you know about this, but Jimmy Page used to play with a fucking bow, you know, like a violin bow. He's fucking solo and he's got them less So fucking weird. But but I mean, that kind of shit to me is fucking cool, you know? And even as much as I knock it, I love the way Sublime used turntables. Sure. I... I fucks with that. You know what I mean? What I don't understand is how that could possibly be your own fucking instrument because like the only one that would be like, to me, it's akin to a guy coming out and singing while another guy plays a fucking triangle. You're never going to blow me away with that. I don't care how innovative it is and how many shout outs you get, how many people follow you on the gram doing your triangle and singing. It's never going to be for me. I guarantee it. Like, and so but when you add other instruments, I think that all that shit is textured because you're sure. getting different fucking sensory part yeah. of the brain. And oftentimes in this day and age, instruments that are unheard of for most people. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I never was listening to mandolins before I got into bluegrass, unquestionably. And right, like, that's it's fun. That's cool. Or the banjo. No, I mean, Banjo's a dope instrument. I would love to learn how to play the banjo, <laughs> which is something I never thought I would say. And and honestly, I don't know of another style of music other than rock and roll that always seeked that because even blues didn't. Blues was very straightforward. Sure. You know, jazz is sort of pretty straightforward because they like being, they don't like big ensembles, right? A good jazz trio is what the shit is, you know, where you have like a bass, a drums, and maybe the sax or a bass, drums, and the fucking piano. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of shit. Maybe some vocals or something, but it's not supposed to be big band huge. I do like jazz though. I do like jazz. I can get some jazz. I I like some some jazz. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, jazz is one of those things that like, it just doesn't give me the type of energy that I'm looking for in music. Sure. I can appreciate totally. it, totally. you know, but it doesn't give me the type of energy that I'm looking for. In yeah. music. No, for sure. So. And like, right. Like it's not like a, it has to be a time and place for me with jazz. Like it's a good, like vibe setting, right? Like a good, yeah. like, oh, I'm hanging out. Oh, Christmas hanging out with the fam. Ooh, I'll put on some Christmas jazz. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> for sure. Speaking for sure. of which Christmas music it's December 6th. Come on, tell me you're listening to the Christmas music at the home with the kids. Well, of course, man. My wife is insane. I mean, the, the beginning of- Are fucking, you not a fan of Christmas music? I'm not, nah. Not any? There's not, not like- 
There's not like right because like I can point it, to like it, it, several it, Christmas it, albums. That I'm like, I oh yeah, I fuck with be that. The person that puts it on. Yeah, but you got like the Frank Sinatra but, Christmas but, music. You got like, but there's so much like, good. But it's not like rap or electronic music. Like if I ever walked into my house and heard that shit, there's going to be a fucking problem. <laughs> but if I walk in and I hear Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger or something, I'd be singing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like I have nothing against her. I'm not pro, but I'm definitely not against. Gotcha. And if I walk in and I hear it, it's going to get sunny for me. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is, right? Um, at the preschool, when they're coming into the morning, I, since it's been December, I've absolutely been playing Christmas music. They got Frank Sinatra Christmas this week. And I'm going to give him something else this uh, next coming week. I can't wait. It's great. It's just right when they're in the beginning of the day and they're coming in and there's music and I'm like dancing around being a fool. You can tell, like, you're right. It affects their mood and they're more excited to start the school day, which is fun. So cool. it's good. Cool, 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 man. Good. Yeah, no, we, we, we do. We have a selection. Of, we do all the Christmas movies. Oh, well, I knew that. We, I knew we that. Do heavy rotation. Yeah, of course. All the Christmas Multiple times classes, a day. All the Christmas Christmas classes. Carol, Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't fuck with the Muppets, man. Bro, Muppet Christmas Carol. You gotta, you gotta get into you got I'm Gonzo not- as Charles Dickens, man. Gonzo the Great as Charles Dickens. It's so good. Look how excited I am. Just I talking about it. Look I how excited that. I, I am. Love a Christmas Carol. Top tier Christmas movie. Top tier. Yeah, I, I don't do animation or, or... It's not animation. It's puppets. That makes it even cooler because it's like it's someone, I mean. an actual person doing it. I know, man. It's skill. Me, I mean, that's something I want to do, but it's still skill. Thing. Here's the thing. I didn't have that kind of childhood. So it's not that I don't like it now. Sure. It's that I never had the time. That's true. Yeah, yeah, life to like cartoons, to like that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like that, like, I don't remember a time, honestly, in my life where there wasn't some other shit going on to where that would have sufficed because I was fucking, it, there was a lot of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like, let you me tell you, Muppet Christmas Carol is a great take. Of but I'm talking Christmas about, Carol. I'm talking about my fucking jingle all the way. Christmas to the Cranks. Christmas to the Cranks is a good one. Christmas to the Cranks. Uh, what's the Tom Hanks Christmas movies? Uh, Santa Claus. Santa Claus 2, Santa Claus 3, Santa Claus 4. Tom Hanks, man. That's Tim Allen. Tim Allen, fuck. <laughs> God damn. Oh, yeah, that's bad. God. Uh, <laughs> Tim the Toolman. Tim Allen and Tim Allen. Tim Allen is America's Tim favorite cocaine-dealing felon. <sighs> that's right. He, that's Remember right. He, he is. Yeah, he, he did, did time for selling cocaine, oh. and then came out and did Tim a the tool, man. That's a great show. That is a great show. <laughs> I love that show. I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up because you know what? I'm about to run out of another oh. old show that I just finished watching. All eight seasons up. And I'm Nip Tuck. Did you finish Nip Tuck? Almost done. Nice. Almost done with Nip nice. Tuck. Still holds up. Nice. Still holds up. And then you know how I know my shows are good. All the stars of now have passed through all my shows. <laughs> so they've gone on to do multiple shows you like? No, no, no. I mean, huge stars like Bradley Cooper. Oh, what show? Is he in Nip Tuck? He was in Nip Tuck. Oh. Yeah. No, no, no. And, 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 yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big, it's a, so it's you're a saying show. is these teen moms are going to one day in about 20 years no, be not that show, movie no. stars. <laughs> not that show. No, no. They're never going to do anything else other than what they're doing. And hopefully they're very successful, right? But no, no. You know, listen, you, it's very rare to get actual talent out of reality television. Yes, agreed. Super rare. Yeah. I can only think off the top of my head. The Miz. 
Two people. I think of the Miz. Well, see, I don't think fucking wrestling is talent. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he made a career out of it, wrestling. though. I see. For me, that's a parallel move. <laughs> okay, sure. Sure. I don't disagree, but. Yeah. yeah but you know what I mean? How many people have done it? That's my point. But why would anyone want to do either? <laughs> well, I mean. I mean, not many people have tried. That's it would why. be fun to be a wrestler manager. Going on the microphone. Well, no, he's not a manager. He's a, no, I know he's a legit wrestler. He's a legit. I mean, he's been the world champ multiple times, baby. Fuck that. <laughs> multiple times, multiple belts. That means he pantomimes fighting he, better than anyone. So not only, <laughs> not only. I mean, like right, him and his wife have his own like reality TV yeah, show. No, it's I'm great. Not. Good for him. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when it, so the Miz. Okay, so the Miz. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Yeah, great. Christina Pazinski. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't it. know anyone else. I can't think of anybody else. Oh, no. Adam Lambert. I, but I guess that doesn't count because those people had talent before and there was a talent competition. Mm. It's not like he was in fucking celebrity rehab. <laughs> then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can't think of anybody else, dude. Who's like gone like mainstream success? Like, yeah. With actual talent. Right. You know? And I'm a fucking expert. I mean, I mean, right, like, you could, and, like, right, there's no talent here, but, like, Farrah's definitely gone mainstream. For sucking dick? Well, I mean, like, and again, I, as I said prior, there's no talent here, but she's gone mainstream, unquestionably. I mean, I think it's fringe. I think it's very fringe. Omarosa? She got a job in the White House. It was temporary. White House. And by the way, by the time she got the job in the White House, we had already forgotten about her. True. We kind of brought her back well, into the fray. Good for her. You know, and then she got in a fight with them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't she talking all this shit again? I don't know. I don't pay this to what It was like they were friends again, and then she went back. Well, I know she wrote a book. Like, yeah, I know she wrote a book based out of it, which was probably the plan the whole time. Let's be real. Of course. Of course. I, am, I don't know if I told you this, but I'm of the firm opinion that, like, for a lot of famous people... Writing a book is a form of money laundering. I mean, if somebody buys a book. Well, but right. It's, it's money laundering in that it allows them to kind of write the way that Walter White, like, right. I have no idea how money laundering works. Let me point that. But in the way that Walter White and Breaking Bad use the car wash to funnel money in to like, legit, like bad money into turning into good money. That's the same thing with book sales do. You're turning bad money into good money that becomes reportable that you can actually earn. It's money laundering. Yeah, but where did the money come from in the first place? All these, and like, right, I'm thinking specifically politicians. Who knows? From everywhere, baby. Special interest here. Boom, let me buy a thousand books for you. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, maybe, but it's, I mean, the book, it's hard to make money with a book. So it's hard to get a book published. Is that's it? why, the, yes, that's why the books that are being published, right? Listen, you could write the next fucking great Gatsby and you'll lose to a teen mom book. Is that's that because, of, but is that because of actual book sales or like, right? Like are book yes. sales just inflated though? Yes. But like, how do you not know book sales are just inflated with money laundering? That's the point. Like, it's just, it's just like an easy, simple thing that no one would ever look at to investigate. I just don't think it's well, feasible. No, I really don't. I mean, you can, you feel feel free to. Call I mean, again, I have no idea how money laundering entirely works, and this is based on premises. Breaking Bad. So I'm pretty sure my theory is pretty solid. No, this is just something that's like all come together into my brain like a perfect storm in a cauldron bubbling together. 
I see. Yeah. I see. Well, I don't think so. Well, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I, listen, I'm going to reject your reality and put my own in. And in my reality. It's 2020. I'm just going to speak my truth. My truth is, if you write a book, you're laundering money somehow. You're putting it in washing machines and then you're drying it. And this money laundering. Is your truth is specific to you. And, you know, your truth is your truth. Your truth, your truth is, is your truth. Your truth is your truth. truth, is your, truth. <laughs> your truth is your truth. Uh, uh, what's been happening in the news lately? What happened this week? Uh, not a whole lot. Well, yeah, man. The guy from Zappos, Tony Heish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you see read more into the story? Yeah, he likes whippets and booze and yeah. candles, and was locked himself into a storage room, and then died of smoke inhalation. He locked himself into a that's, storage. That's the story I read by, through Forbes. Did you hear the thing about Jewel? Like the singer? No. So apparently a week before this went down, Tony invited Jewel to come out to like perform a show. And following it, Jewel released an open letter to the public, right? Which obviously neither of us saw because we don't follow Jewel. But talking about how Tony had surrounded himself, kind of the same thing with, I'm sure the article you said, had surrounded himself with yes men who were willing to basically let him kill himself with the amount of drugs and the amount of nitrous and just kind of living in this delusional world of being a drug addict versus the incredible entrepreneur that he appeared to have been. So it it really does seem to kind of be a tragic, tragic story of just a lot of money, but not a lot of, um, not a lot of like checks and balances on your mental health. Right. That's kind of what it seems to be. So it sucks. It's very sad. Uh, downtown Las Vegas wouldn't be the way it is if it wasn't for that man. I feel like that's pretty easy to say, regardless if you like what he did or didn't like what he did. Cause I do know there's some people who aren't a fan of his, uh, but I oh, mean, yeah, but there's just people that aren't fans of anybody. Sure. That did. Sure. Unquestionably, unquestionably. A bunch of do nothing bitches. Unquestionably, unquestionably. Um, but yeah, no, that's a, that is a real big bummer in terms of what he means to the city for sure. You're getting interrupted by El Nino de la Bistia. Cool. Is Rydgard a human? For Pokemon? What's his name? Redguard. Redguard. Oh, he's talking about Star Wars thing. Yes. And yeah, they are people underneath. Well, it, it depends. It depends. You don't know. Because yeah. they have like a giant face thing over them. So it can be a person. Could be an alien. Who knows? It could be a person or an alien. Could be a robot. Could be a robot. Evidently, they knew that you were on the line. <laughs> well, this is not the first time I've had to settle a Star Wars dispute yeah. between your boys and your wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty heated. <laughs> Where James is certain he's right. and Well, well what I read about Tony well, uh, was that... so. They said he he had bought like $56 million worth of real estate in Park City because he was planning his next whatever thing. It sounded like he wanted a better version of what downtown Vegas was in a nicer area. That's kind of the vibe I got. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, man. But it's... Uh, <laughs> life is a motherfucking beast. And... It, I think that one of the things that you can grasp from anybody dying is that singular focus is not ever good. Yeah. I cannot think of a single person that ends up 
in a good place with a singular focus, no matter if it's good or bad, whether it's drugs or work or, yeah. but a singular focus, like I, 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 I harp on this a lot, but that's because I think it's a, it's, it's ignored out of convenience, fear and fucking cowardice. But we go, I, I keep going back and I go back to the founders of this nation again and again and again and again. And that's why to me, this nation worked because the constitution and because the early structure of this country was made by people that even though they might have disagreed at some even core values, they were diverse and they were well-rounded. I don't think that the people who call themselves patriots are well-rounded today. They conveniently ignore that. And I think that as a human being, it's never a good idea to not seek some sort of being well-rounded. You can't just have a singular focus. You need to fucking, I told you that before in private, I think, uh, on, on the, the Rod Stewart biography. Rod Stewart is not a rich kid. He was He's from England. He grew up pretty regular. And one of the things his dad always told him is that in order for a man to be happy, he needed three things, a family, a job, and a hobby. Sure. Yeah. That's so fucking brilliant to me. I still, even as I say it right now, it still fucking hits me because that's a hundred percent true. You know what I mean? And and, and I've had other versions of it where I've, I've told certain people that I love, Hey, let's talk, uh, describe yourself without telling me what you do for a living. Sure. That's who you are. You know, yes. Well, whatever you do for work is a part of who you are. I don't give a fuck. As long as you work, you pay your bills. You're not out there robbing people. Right. That's not you. You know what I mean? And and I think that sometimes, I mean, even Elon Musk, when he got married, he's got his fucking kids. Like you have to have some kind of a tether. Totally. That it's not just your singular thing because everybody that ends up in a singular thing like that ends up fucking dying. You know, like they, they, it never works out. Right. It just, it doesn't seem to be sustainable in that. Like, right. If you are so focused on that one thing, right. No, no one thing can be a hundred percent good, a hundred percent positive all the time. No, it's just no. not. And if you, if you set yourself up to kind of be relying on that one thing for that to be the case, your mood is going to hinge on that, which no, sometimes is understandable. That you can only accomplish that by ignoring other aspects of yourself. Yeah. Sure, totally. And that's why they call it a sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. What, uh, uh, what famous people that make, make music and shit, they always talk about that, right? Like, well, yeah, this is great, but I've sacrificed my entire life. Totally. That means no birthdays, being mm-hmm. in Budapest, playing music when you wish you were blowing the candles out with your son in fucking uh, uh, LA, mm-hmm. you know? And how much is that worth for the rest of your life? Forever. Like, that's how it is. You know, I, I guarantee you that the amount of time that those people spend with their families suffers fucking great. Sure, no question. So, so at what point do you, like, do you, you have to spend more time, I think, if you get to that point, mentoring. So that you have trusted channels of delegation. Yeah. That don't have to be indebted to you for life because of loyalty. You're developing other people to be and do things like you that can help sure. you, but with the understanding that they're temporary, because if they're like you, they're going to want to do their own thing. Right. So you could be a part of their journey and have them be a part of your journey while you're inspiring and pushing them throughout the same highway in a different fucking lane, you know? And I think that it, 
probably feels pretty fucking cool to be the baddest one and only the baddest one, you know, but you know what they say, if you're the most successful person in your circle of friends, then <laughs> you're probably surrounded by losers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. It, 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 it's, 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 you know, you, you don't want to be the most successful person in the circle of, in your circle of friends. You know, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't, I mean, and I'm talking about all kinds of success. I'm sure. not just saying money. I'm yeah, saying yeah. You don't success is very different. One that's fit. You don't want to be the only one that's married. You don't want to be the only one that has kids. You don't want to be the only one that makes a little bit of money or more money or right. less, whatever the fuck it is. You know, you don't want to be the only one surround yourself with other people. Cause that's what like pushes you up. Right. And like that know? community based thing is just it's so important. It really is for like the mental, the social health. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I was able to see some friends this, this past week who moved about a year ago now who I hadn't seen in, in a long time. And right. The, the feeling I, I had when I was leaving their place to kind of go hang out with them and say hello and kind of catch up is something you can't really capture it any other way. It's a unique feeling of just general, like genuine warmth and like love. Right. Like I, I, I have no problem saying that like I, I love my friends pretty dearly and like, yeah. that's a great thing to have. And it's a great way to kind of just experience that feeling. So that's 100%. cool. Which is incredibly hard in a pandemic world. (laughs) It's incredibly hard, right? It requires a different level of effort and, you know. Vigilance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it does, man. It does. And as you get older, I mean, like I have friends that I see and speak to maybe two or three times a year. Sure. At the most that are my best friends in the planet. Totally. Yeah. You know, so, so it's just, but it's a huge part of, it's all work. That's the thing, you know, like the rewards, however you want to look at them, the actual rewards come from effort. Yeah. And you can't just have singular effort and be happy. And with this guy, fuck 45 years old, you're not fucking married. You're not like, what's your, what, like, what's the legacy, right? Well, we, yeah, you're already like badass at business. You have money. Like when do you, what do you stop and do? You're fucking doing nitrous oxide and getting drunk by yourself. Yeah. The, on the, in the profile that I read of Tony, it talked about how some of his older friends would like kind of in the last couple of months kind of cease to recognize who Tony was and talked about how Tony was very proud of the fact how his friends kept getting younger and younger and the people he was surrounding himself kept being younger and younger, which is just, it's interesting, right? Like it just, it, it speaks to a very large cry for help. I feel like, and right, obviously we're not psychologists who are fucking. Well, and and yeah. I mean, if you if you if you stay amongst a certain a new age group, group and, and constantly you're rich, rotating, you're rich and you're yeah. older, so you're the man, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean that 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 part of it is. But it's sad nonetheless. I hate fucking losing people that are untalented because that was one of the things I was telling my, my wife. I'm like, how about you stop that and you run for office? Because you don't need the money. Right. Let's see what someone like that yeah. could fucking totally. do one time. You know, I would I would vote for someone like that, honestly, out of sheer curiosity. Sure. Somebody that highly qualified, you know what I mean? It runs for governor. Imagine that. Imagine somebody like that running for an office or even mayor. Imagine him having run for mayor. Yeah. After yeah. what he did downtown. He easily could have won. Yeah. With all With, his fucking yeah. connections and yeah, his influence. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, right, like. How do you corrupt him? 
Not only how do you corrupt him when the history that he has done in for this town, you would have to assume, right? You, it would, I, I mean, it's easy to make the assumption that some sort of similar revitalization of putting funds back into the community would occur again. Exactly. You would have to assume. Exactly. Maybe not so much of a focus on ginormous stadiums, which, by the way, remember that room tax everybody that was going to pay for the stadium? There's okay. no people here in town. There's no people. So who subsidized the, the initial cost then? Oh, that's coming out of the emergency relief fund. They, there was just this article about, I think like two weeks ago, how it's still going get, to get, get, get paid, but it's just not going to come out of the room tax fund now. It's going to get come out of other uh, money that was earmarked for situations like this. So again, just the city paying for it, not visitors, like it was billed and right. But don't worry, it'll still bring economic growth to Vegas even though no stadium in any other major city has ever done that by the numbers. There's this whole analysis about it. I read, I was upset about it. (laughs) But but also when's the last time that an NFL franchise failed? I mean, yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, right. And like, right. The argument was that Vegas is different because we're such an entertainment based city, which right, right now we still have yet to be even able to reap the benefits of that designation because of COVID. So in theory, this last year, we would have been having events out the wazoo out of the stadium that were entirely lost. And I'm curious to see how that affects everything going forward. Probably not a whole lot. Like, because again, the city's already earmarked, local governments have already earmarked money in such the case that something like this was going to happen, apparently. So, well, we're looking, I think at this point, between the, uh, the rapid testing right. and the vaccine, I'm, I'm thinking that yeah. by the summer, they'll probably be, hopefully, to do something, you know? Yeah. Uh, cause I mean, again, we're seeing a rise in cases, right? But the death rate is still stable. Still getting a highest death toll day by day though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but as, as in general, overall, True. the death toll is still steady. Yeah. It's not, uh, we're not, you know, we're just, we're just testing more obviously. Breaking records every day of people times. dying per day. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna, you know. I don't know. My my son's oncologist said that that some of the beds are getting filled up. Sure, they're still fully capable. Of well, and like that's something that I'm still not confused on. But right, my understanding is that hospitals are designed to operate in something like eighty percent capacity, anyways. So I don't know that a rise in percentage of hospitals being filled is necessarily a burden. But again, I don't know enough to actually know this for certain. This is something I read. I don't know how accurate that actually is. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Again, yeah. I'm smart enough to know when I'm not smart and here I'm definitely not smart. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, but that's, that's also part of what a virus like this does. This is like, this is still Darwinism at its finest. Sure. Totally. When people in North Dakota are dying from COVID, de- denying that COVID exists. Good. Yeah. I mean, I am sorry, dude. I, I don't give a shit if this is controversial or not, but I don't have any use for that person as a productive member of society with that thought process. Well, they're probably not being a productive member of society. They're probably not being a productive member of society in the first place, right? Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that's just, you know, but I did see the news that we're getting like 164,000 doses of the vaccine. So that means that, yeah, yeah. So, so that means that some first responders yeah. and some people on the front lines can get it. I think that, um, I'd be surprised if the Clark County School District doesn't get into that. Yeah, I saw that also the educators were going to be included in that. And I wondered- But it makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. And I wonder if, right, in my role as an early education childcare uh, 
uh, an employee of an early education child care provider, I wonder if there's going to be something down the road where it is educators are required to have this vaccine to be an educator. I mean, I think it's possible. I think it's possible, but I think that in the meantime, for the school district, is a, it's basically a liability thing. I think it could be a shit show because then what do you do when a child infects another child? Which, and I guess like right where you don't have schools open yet, but in the schools that are open and like right the charter and the private schools that are doing hybrid versions of in-person learning doesn't seem to be really an issue so far. Not yet. No. Right. No. And like, right. Again, we don't know. We don't know enough information. We definitely aren't at the levels of like normal classroom sizes to be able to say with any sort of definite proof that yeah, schools are fine, but it doesn't seem to be an issue, right? Like my, my preschool has been open since beginning of the school year in September. And thankfully we have, we've had some scares and some exposures where people have had to stay home, but so far, um, we seem to be good. So yeah, fingers crossed, knock on wood, say a prayer, light a candle. Yeah, we're 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 locked down for the rest of this, the the year. Oh yeah, basically. definitely. We're, we're I'm not no I'm not fucking about. around with anything. It's not worth it. And uh, like and like I was telling because so my, I was talking to Ricky about the scare that they had. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, I mean, in retrospect, maybe we might have not gone to that party. Oh, because because his girlfriend was saying she was happy that he went because otherwise she would have been pissed. He would have been pissed at her. And he's like, yeah, probably I would have been. <laughs> and I was just saying, you know, like, I mean, I, I get it. I just, if I was, if I was in those shoes and my wife wanted to go that, that thing, I would have been like, okay, I, I just, it's very simple for me. This is a never before happened pandemic. Sure. Going to a birthday party. To, in your, in, if you were to make a list of the top 200 priorities for you right sure. now in life, does this crack that list? You know what I mean? Like, or whatever amount of fucking priorities. Sure. To me, it wouldn't even fucking come yeah. close yeah. and it'd be a hell no. Like that doesn't make any sense, you know? But by the same token, and, and he goes, well, no, but we know everybody. And I'm like, no, yeah, I get it. I just, I basically, I'm at a point in my life right now where I don't trust anybody beyond the couple of people that I do trust about what they do when they're not here. Sure. Because, and because I'm not going to be intrusive, I'm not yeah. going to be fucking interrogating yeah. people, you know, yeah. like- I fucking like, like I told you that day when early in the quarantine that you took your buddy to the, uh, to the airport. Yeah. Right. And I was like, how, if any of my friends want to ride to the airport, I'd rather give him fucking $10 for an Uber, just in general principle. <laughs> what the fuck? You just get Uber there. And especially it was like March. Like, what do you know? Right. What do you know how, if it was right. like, and right, fucking- ultimately, thankfully he's okay. But ultimately that friend did end up testing positive for COVID during exactly. that trip. Exactly. Right. During exactly. that tri- that same trip. Thankfully he was okay. Didn't seem to get symptoms by really hard by any means. And he's clearly like, he's totally fine at this point several months later. Um, but yeah, unquestionably. And people do get sick this time of year anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I'm, I mean, I'm not in disagreement with anything at this point. We, I, I don't think that, first of all, if there is a lockdown, I don't think it's going to be more severe than it already was. Sure. And the reality is that most of the shit that needed to stay open, stayed open. You know, like that, that's the reality of it. You know, uh, yeah, I get it. I guess the biggest thing, which to me is just no, never mind to me because I have a bald head. Is I guess the salons and all that, but if everybody's working remotely anyway, you know, I think it's kind of a little bit. 
right? It's unfair that you're not able, like, like, right. In theory, when everything was locked down, it was unfair that a hairstylist, a barber was un- unable to cut hair in a isolated area, say outside. Like they should be able to do that. I do think that should be okay. Right. You're adults, you know, the risk of coming in contact with people as it is now, right? Like as it is now, right? Salons, barbers are open right now. And I'm personally, personally okay with that. Cause like, right. Like in anything, you have to kind of associate the risk whether or not. And like, right. I know people who haven't gotten haircuts cause they don't feel comfortable with it. And right. That's their prerogative. Right. I'm going to go get a haircut in two weeks as long as everything stays open. Yeah. yeah. I want my haircut. I look better with short hair. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it feels better. It makes my life better. It's worth it for me. I feel yeah. comfortable with the person cuts my hair. I know them. Right, right, right. We're in, in, yeah, I don't know. And see, and see, for me, in essence, that kind of makes sense. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but I don't know who cuts hair next to him and what they're like and who cuts the hair next to the other. Well, yeah, I mean, like, right, like, thankfully, the place I go to is a small room where it's just her, right? Everybody in that location has their own room. Oh, like, the gotcha. Yeah, it's like their own little suite. Yeah, yeah. It's like their own little little box room, basically, where there's a chair, there's a place to wash your hair chair, and then, like, the cutting chair, and that's it, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I you know, there's that, and there's a... I, I just think, I think... I want to keep thinking that this uptick is because we have more testing and because people get sick anyway this time of year. Or oh, and Thanksgiving, traveling, right? And, and and I did see some fucking shit about them thinking that this may have been here before November of last year. Maybe. Who knows? Which which would contradict the rhetoric of that the Chinese flu. <laughs> well, and like right, or like, the timelines that we've been given thus far. Well, and like right, like I know in this last week, China's or not China, CNN has come out and talked about how China has completely misrepresented and misreported kind of their early outbreaks, and they're just now learning of this, which I feel like is anybody with eyes or a brain can be like, oh, this can't, this seemingly have originated in China and China seemed to have gone better in April in the middle of summer while the rest of the world was seemingly getting ravaged. Hmm, so they seems- were already on the tail end of it because, no, oh, I see. No, they were just, I mean, they were just height, like, right. They were just misrepresenting the situation in China for the, for the early time, for like the early periods of the quarantine went on March and April, which again, makes sense. Yeah. Especially considering during that time, right, the first couple months, we were getting reports that China was seemingly do better. Wuhan was seemingly doing better, which apparently it wasn't the case at all. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and I mean, do you know who who got? Did you see who got uh, COVID today? I saw motherfucking Rudy Giuliani. Mr. Dyed Haired himself, which of course makes sense, right? Him traveling around to all these different states, all these weird, not legislation hearings, because they're just press conferences with state legislators, but they're not actual legislation hearings that have actual power to do anything in terms of local government. It's just a press conference that they're letting people talk at, essentially. That's all they are. That's all they are. Even in the Arizona one, one of the Republican senators and during her time to like response, one of the witnesses talked about how like, you know, this is great information, but we need to get this in an actual committee hearing so that we can actually do something about this. If there's going to be done anything to do about it, which doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I've, I've checked out. I think the majority of people have. If anything happens that was big enough to where they're going to fucking overturn the election or something. I feel like it'd be a lot more incendiary already. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Definitely. So, yeah. but 
Right. You would have to get the sense that Trump was going to be more aggressive fighting back. And it just doesn't seem to be the case. Well, he seems to be floundering. His, his defense seems to be floundering. His, like his fight back effort seems to be super uncoordinated being attacked in a party within the GOP. Half-heartedly appeasing the rest of the people that still want him to act this way. For sure. While at the same time, the rest of the GOP not even supporting that. Right. So it's a couple of imbeciles, but I mean, you know, there's always one. <laughs> so, no, I mean, to answer your question, did I hear about Giuliani? No. How I feel? I feel not nothing. surprised. Not surprised. I feel nothing. Not surprised I feel how nothing. I feel about it. No, not surprised. No. Indifference. I feel indifference. I feel the outmost indifference for his contracting it and for the outcome. I am indifferent to what happens, how it develops. I, I, indifferent. Well. 100%. I wouldn't even say what Orange Man would say. <laughs> I wish him well. <laughs> I wish him the I have best. No, I, have, I have no, <laughs> no thoughts. No comment. I have no desire. <laughs> no comment. Nope. I'm uh, indifferent to it. I'm indifferent to it. You know, Scorpion gonna sting. Gator gonna bite. Did um? Did you get anything exciting for Black Friday? Was there anything you're super crunk no, on? No no, no. no. I got one purchase on Black Friday. Can I tell you what it was? What was it? It's this sweatshirt. In fact, I'm wearing it. It is. Do you know what the XFL is? The yeah, extreme football league that is now the rock bought it. That now? the rock just bought. Correct. Yeah. So it was around last year. Ended midway through the season. I now have, I'm a proud owner of the XFL. There it is. The battle Hawks, the St. Louis battle Hawks. I see. I got this. There's going to be Black no Friday. Vegas team anymore. No more bandits. There was never, well, there was in 2000, but when it came back this last year, there was no Vegas team. Oh, I didn't even know I had to come back. Yeah. It already come back. It already played. A, so it had a season that got interrupted about two thirds of the way because one of the owners ended up completely financially backing out of the league. So there's this whole controversy where they didn't even get to end the season. And now with COVID obviously, but now that the rock bought it, I'm hoping my battle Hawk sweatshirt will be a collectible. Probably not, but I think it's funny that I own this and I got it on Black Friday for about $20. So well done me. <laughs> that Very was my nice. Black Friday haul. Very Go nice. Blackhawks, as we used to say, caw, yeah. caw, See, for, caw. I'm pretty sure that other parents that have kids caw. will understand this. When you're in quarantine with Amazon Prime, every day is Black Friday. No. Every day is fucking Black Friday. These kids, they don't get to go to Target no more. They don't get to go to Walmart no more. They know how to search and they're binge watching television. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit gets bought a lot. No, I got everything online. I got, uh, well, I got to order my wife's gifts still. Sure. And then, um, but that's, uh, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to get her. It's not going to run out or anything. Right. And then, uh. I got the boys their gift. I have to get Michael his birthday gift. Sure. Yeah, I saw your I saw the, the, your post of it on Instagram. Very exciting. Yeah, yeah very, very cool. exciting. It's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And uh, we have the little playset back here taken out so they can actually play on the grass. Oh, cool. Over okay. Here. Yeah, because that thing was falling apart and it started being a pain in the ass. And really? So soon? Piece of shit. How old? It was only a couple years old. Yeah, piece of shit. It was a bad, bad purchase, bad company. It tried to get the warranty parts because it was under warranty. It took him three months to respond to an email. It's a shit show. And then I'm going to get rid of their skate ramp too. Mm. And I have that dismantled and open it up so wow. they can have a little bit more room to play in the meantime because, I mean, we're here for another six months. End of an era with a skate ramp going away. Yeah, yeah. Well, they could always, they're already been learning to skate outside. Right. And if you're going to build a skate ramp for them, 
probably want him to go a little bit smaller. I feel like, right? That's a it big would be ramp. smaller, and yeah, that's a, I can just take him to the skate park and yeah. shit. You know, it's it's fine. They they everyone wants a jacuzzi, so the first step for a jacuzzi <laughs> okay. before I buy it is to get, get rid, rid of that, of that. Yeah, yeah. concrete platform. Yeah, that would be a great spot for uh, above water or above air jacuzzi. Yep, yep. So we'll see, man. Mm-hmm. But now that that's about it. We're we're ready to. Get into this Christmas situation. Nice. And then, uh, honestly, Crimbus, I just want to get some, get some fucking rest, you yeah. know? But yeah, yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll convo privately about uh, bare knuckle fighting. See what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so, next week. That is next week. That is Friday the 11th. Because remember, bare knuckles Friday is not Saturdays, which we have learned after last time. <laughs> well, no, sometimes it is Saturday though. It has been on Saturday. Now you're fucking confusing me, bare knuckle. God damn. Well, okay, hold on. We should, you know what? Speaking of bare knuckle, Yoel Romero getting cut by the UFC. Bare knuckle, sign him up, sign him up, sign him up. Perfect. Dana White said there's going to be like something like 60 fighters that are about to be cut. Yep. Well, I mean, makes sense. Bare knuckle, baby. Bare knuckle. They have a lot of, they have a lot of uh, shallow future high priced assets. Sure. Sure. Well, and like, right, it's just, it's funny, right? Dana White in March talking about the pandemic, talking about how he wasn't going to cut fighters, how he wasn't going to fire fighters and talking shit about the media for questioning him for running the COVID shows. Now that's the end of the year and he's seemingly able to get all the ESPN products that he was obligated under contract. See a fighters, Dana White being Dana White, right? Whatever. Well, I mean, they're independent contractors. Sure, they shouldn't be, but they are, right? Because the UFC and, takes and, advantage of them by virtue and, of them being independent I, and, contractors. And, and, and I argue that you're stretching his statement. He said he wasn't going to fire UFC employees, and he didn't. As a company? Again, okay, so right, again, right, again, a loophole because UFC fighters aren't UFC employees. Well, no, I mean, that's like, that's like, that's like a, a, a cable company or a TV channel not firing their staff but canceling a show. Mm. So I, I don't see it the same way. Not in this business. I mean, I'm not a fan of the way he runs shit sometimes, but I don't see it that way. I, I would do the same thing. There's a lot of people that got to go. They're too expensive and they're not going to be title holders sure. anymore. Sure. So, I mean, that's just, they, no, it's reality. they, chose, it's to reality. A, they chose to be a commodity. You sure. can't play the human game when you want to be paid as a commodity. And some of them already got paid as commodities. Sure. So they can backtrack now and sure. want the human treatment. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, they could. I mean, they could. If it was, if it was, if it was, if there was a coordinated no effort different. that were to ever succeed as a fighters union, there could be. But that yes, seems to be impossible. That seems to be impossible. Comparisons, and the same way this would be handled the same way in basketball, and football, and fucking baseball, and any other fucking sport, this would be handled the same would way. Would it? I think so. I think I so. Mm. Well, listen. Even the Patriots got rid of Tom Brady and he's still going to make the goddamn Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? I mean, the goddamn playoffs. So, I mean, somebody's so worth in him. Right, but you're right. I mean, apples to oranges, right? Like, you can't leave the UFC and go to a comparable team sport. Like, right, that doesn't exist. Uh, I think some of them can make, can, can still make money in other promotions. Right, yeah, make money in other promotions, but comparable, no. No, but uh, but they're not they're not firing past champions and champions for the most yet, part yet. Yeah, I mean yet. we still don't know but the sixty you, fighters, but like right, Luke already, easily but, cut. But, but for instance, using the Yoel Romero, right. if you already didn't make the champion, what's the point? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to be shitty about it, but what's the fucking point? Why well, I'm just paying you to look good? 
There's a million guys that look good. I mean, right. You could argue that you can build a name and you can build other fighters based off your own Romero's name. But yeah, I also agree. He's probably How many too expensive. Five good up and coming yeah. fighters from five different weight classes. Can I get for the amount of money that I'm paying you? Sure. Totally. You know, so right. it's just, another Cuban. There may be another Cuban maybe. out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe. Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I guess I may have a lot more to say once names get announced. Right. Like, right. I think Cowboy is a name that's going to get cut. I don't think so. Hmm. Not yet. Well, I think they can still mark him a little bit. Maybe. A lot. Maybe. Yeah. We'll but see. who knows? Who knows? We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. I think there's older gentlemen like Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy's about to main event this weekend or next weekend. Not yeah, this upcoming right. weekend, but the week following. So. Hmm. Who knows? Yeah. That's interesting. We should, you know what? We should make a list for the next podcast. Of who we think we're going to get, who's going to get cut. Yes. Let's come up with some names. Okay. That cost a lot of money. Okay. All right. I like it. Okay. I like this. Because I'm, sure I'm sure by then the, well, maybe not, but might wait. It might be closer to the end okay. of the year before he cuts them. So after the, yeah. I think the bulk of it will be after Christmas. Yeah. yeah that okay. makes sense. I mean, yeah, come after on. Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean. But I mean, like, to be fair, they cut Liz Carmooch. A U.S. veteran while she was on a a tour of gyms promoting the UFC. They didn't even call her. She found out while she was promoting the UFC. They did her a little dirt. They did a little bit dirt baggy. Dana White being Dana White. Do you think he called her personally? No. Well, obviously not. He didn't, right? We know he didn't. Because she found out during the the event. So we know he didn't. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's... That's, that's, that's some shit. That's some shit. Independent contractor, bro. Whatever. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's right. I mean, it's, it's not like they chose to be independent contractors. That was the system that was designed for them. Yeah. Same thing with USADA. It's not like the fighters chose USADA. That was the system they were forced into. Did you see that Yair got no, a six month? Or, did you see the suspension for Yair? Rodriguez? Yeah, I did. I did. Apparently, the issue... The, the way you get that suspension is missing three times in one calendar year. So you're, you've gone missing three times in one calendar yeah, year. It's called this whereabouts. It's called disregard. Yeah. I agree. How does it happen the second time? How does it happen the third time in one calendar Dude, year? This is going to be somewhat controversial and I know he can kick my ass, but he acts like a little bitch. You've had this opinion for a long time though. So he acts yeah. like a little bitch. So whatever, dude. You're not that big of a star outside of fucking Definitely Chihuahua, Mexico, motherfucker. And you for sure got to play along I, with I the rules of USADA. I have news for you. You're far from Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Okay, far, far, far. Well, and like, right? It begs the question, right? It begs the question. How do you miss three in or in one calendar year? I understand missing one, maybe even two, but three, your third time in one calendar year. Are you avoiding? Are you trying to avoid purposely? Are you trying to avoid purposely? It's a a disregard. I mean, entitled disregard. I don't think Yair is on any sort of PED except for maybe EPO for the cardio. But, but it does beg the question: Why are you missing three in a row in one calendar year? Are you using? I don't know. We don't have the test to look at it. How can I know? One of those things to me that it falls under: Are you an imbecile or an asshole? Yeah. Yeah, for because sure. Because as a man, an asshole disregards the commitment he made. You could have said, you know what? I don't like that fucking stipulation. I'm not going to fucking sign the contract. I'm going to go fight somewhere else, right? Or 
you sign like a man right. and you feel like a man. But when after the fact you go, oh, well, now I'm going to big shot, big time him and disregard him. Like, it, it, listen, which I mean, on, like, right. Like, I'll say I'll say it in terms that his generation understands. Very on brand. Yeah, you're. Definitely, Very definitely. And like, right, like I do think you can probably make the argument that there's probably needs to be some sort of reform there. Like, right, I don't remember the specific fighter, but in the last two weeks, you had a fighter who said, uh, you saw it interrupted him and his lady having sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has yeah, to be I some sort that. of violation of pride. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, I understand, like, right, I guess as a fighter, you're literally signing your right away to have this sort of privacy when you're, you saw it comes knocking. That doesn't seem right. And right, again, they're independent contractors. This is the contract they signed. This is what they choose to do to fight in the UFC. Doesn't feel right as human being, human being. Doesn't feel right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a better way to do it. Definitely. There's a better way to do it, I think. You know? But. Yeah. Well, we've been I'm here at- for about an hour and a half. Let's get out of here. Let's go home. We're already let's, home. Boom. Let's close it up. All right. This has been episode Children of the Beast, episode 19. Give me one noun to describe this episode, Carlos. Or a verb or an adjective. Give me a word. Or a phrase. How would you describe this episode? It's frosted. That will be the name of this episode. Episode 19. It's frosted. And I'm going to do like this. Frosted. Well, I can't. I don't, I'm not good at accents. With a hard J. Frost. Well, and I'm going to do like the little O like in Motorhead. <laughs> F-J-O-S-T. Well, like the O with like the little two dots on top. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, ah, that's, the, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho's follow the show on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find it. Search Children of the Beast Podcast. YouTube, there's an audio version. Hello, YouTube. I'm going to wave at you. So if you're watching the YouTube, I'm waving at you. Hello. Nice to see you. Leave a comment down below, down there. Hit the subscribe. Hit the like. Uh, you can follow me. Am I crumb? No, no, I'm, I'm like, don't have it on my crumb. You don't, you don't know how YouTube works. Never mind. <laughs> you know? Well, I know what's down here. It's oh my my God. Crumb. Please stop. Follow Carlos and his crumb at, at Wolfchild1980 on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Andrew underscore the hut with two T's. And that's it. You know where I'm sitting on? Is it a bouncing ball? My back crumb. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and with that, we leave you. Children of the Beast, we love you. Have a great day. Shout out to Borat.